podcast that helps you carefully rock in life and business. The show where you learn what it takes to be your own boss. Your one-stop shop for tips, tools, and resources. Your sweet spot for digital online business startup. When you are looking for your next step in life and business, we've got you covered. Where emerging entrepreneurs come to level up their game. With your hosts, powerhouse performance couple, expert leaders, Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. So I was on the internet the other day and I happened to see a website that said, so long are the days where you get dressed and don't feel like a boss. So on that website, I was like, oh, I like her. I like her. Let me see what she's about. And I started looking all around. So today I am honored that Maria Swan has decided to stop by the Boss Effect podcast. She's a speaker. She's a confident and style coach who has helped women all over the world tap into their inner bombshell and show up as the best version of themselves. Thank you for stopping by the Boss Effect, Maria. Of course. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes. You know, we were like looking at we were looking at you like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. She's amazing. And we always do our homework on guests before they come on. And we attempt to say their name without listening to their videos. Okay. <laughs> Kimmy was butchering your last name, by the way. Yep. He said your name. What did, you, what did I say? No, I said Swain. Swain. He was like, Maria Swain? I was like, no, it's Maria Swan. And I was like, it should just be Maria the boss, because she's the boss. That part. Okay. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. We are so excited to hear your story. We want to hear your story. And because we happen to pride ourselves on being trained by Les Brown, we like to challenge each speaker to say, can you tell us your story in three minutes or less? Yes, I can. Um, first, I'd like to say my name is Maria Swan and I am a boss. <laughs> and um, I created the grab and go wardrobe for women over 30 who did not like getting dressed and didn't have the tools and resources to get dressed quickly and look amazing every day. That is why I created my business. I absolutely love women. I think that if we are confident, we're unstoppable. So that's why I help women do um, what I do with their confidence and their style. What happened to make you take that road? I came from corporate America and I worked in HR. And when I worked in HR, their income was not matching their style and it did not make sense to me because I'm looking at women who I know um, are top corporate professional and I'm wondering why they didn't dress how whatever their role was, right? Their bosses, they had families, you know, they drove nice cars, had nice houses, but their style did not match. So they started asking me where I was getting my clothes from. A lot of them like, why do you look good every day? We, I don't care if we come in on Monday, you look good. I don't care if we come in on Friday, you look good. And I would say, I don't know. I just, you know, know where to shop. Or they say, you don't you have little kids? Aren't you married? Don't you have things going on? How can you look good every day? And I started asking them why they didn't. Like, why do you feel like you don't? look good every day or why don't you feel like you can go find clothes and then I realized after taking some data I didn't realize I was 
I didn't realize at the time I was collecting data, to be honest, because I didn't even have any intention to start a styling business. But I started collecting data, realizing that the women won. They had the money, but they didn't know how. They didn't know how to look good. They let themselves go, a lot of them, let themselves go, and they didn't know how to get themselves back. So when I realized those were steps that I had taken that I did in my normal day-to-day, I said, that might be something to this. I might have to start styling. And I started off just styling, realized when I was just styling for events and dinners, those women would look good at that event or that dinner, and then they wouldn't look good when I saw them on social media like a day or two later. So I'm like, there's a gap, there's something missing. So then I was like, okay, there has to be some type of mental disconnect or something then I started talking more and more women, realizing their confidence had to be on a thousand in order for them to look how they needed to look. So I focus on confidence first, then I focus on style. That's not very society where society is telling you, you know, dress up, dress up, dress up, get your body done, whatever. I'm telling women, no, don't go get your body done. No, don't go dress up. I, you need to do some inner work, figure, figure out why you let yourself go and then work on the clothes. And it's just working, it's working. So, Maria, what would you say uh, fashion for you, you know what I'm saying, happened? Like, did it happen for you at a young age? Did it happen for you when you got older? And also, who was your influence that, that influenced the style that you have? Well, I was young, just loving my mom's shoes and her clothes. I remember, it's so funny, I always reference because I had to be about nine. And my mom had some really pretty red pumps in her closet. And I said, mom, can I have these red pumps? And she said, by the time you get older, there'll be, you know, more shoes that come out. You know, these are gonna be out of style. And I said, no, mom, they're still gonna be in style. I remember telling her that young. They're still gonna be in style when I get older. And those same red pumps are out now. They're in style. Yeah, so it's dark. It's like our style of the future. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Visionary. <laughs> so I, um, it started then, and then I had um, a teacher. She was a model, and she was into fashion, and she was one that I really looked at like, oh, my gosh. Every time she came in, her dress, everything fit. It was like I was looking at Marilyn Monroe every day. So I just I gravitated towards that. And that's how it started. It's just in me. I I want women to women to feel good. I don't know. It's just it's something about when you walk out of the door every single day, no matter what kind of day you have, feeling confident. Because you can't have a bad day, but if you're confident, you can still be on top of things. Does that make sense? Makes a lot of sense. Okay. You want another question? I do. How did you feel the first time that you styled your first client that you ever styled? How did you feel? How did that make you feel when you? I'm gonna be honest, y'all. I was like. I can't believe people will pay me for something that I could do in my sleep. It, it, it was a really, I'm gonna tell y'all, it was a real adjustment. I had to do some inner work, especially when I started getting women grabbing go wardrobes. Cause I built them a wardrobe. I had to go up on my prices. That was different. I'm like, I'm gonna charge them this much to do something that it comes like, like nothing to me. So I was shocked when I forgot my first one and they actually paid the invoice. Cause when they paid the invoice, I made up a number. I was like, oh, just da da da. They said, okay, send me the invoice. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was so excited, but I was shocked that people would pay me for that gift. I thought about that TikTok. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> Right. So you were always confident with your wardrobe, always yeah. confident with your appearance, never yes. had a moment where you doubted yourself. And that in and of itself is amazing. Yes. And, uh, you know, 
people say to me all the time, they say, Maria, I don't care what, what you're going through, what trends you had going on. And, you know, you always remain confident. And they always, that's the question I get asked. They don't ask me where I get my clothes. When people know me and they've been around me for a long time, they're like, how are you so confident all the time? Like, and I get nervous. You know, there are things that I'm afraid to do. I still walk into it, you know, because I do have that confidence that it's either going to go one way or the, or the other way. And either way, it's not a bad way. I just how I think. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. I love that. You know what? So here's a little confession. I remember the day that you posted that you were leaving your corporate job. Yeah. You do. <laughs> I remember that. You yeah. were like, you were nervous. Like you said, you were yeah. nervous. You was like, I'm doing it, y'all. This is it. And I was like, right. oh, my God. So I have been watching for that long. You never wow. know who No, you no. That was two and a half years ago? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's been about that long. And what I love about you most is that you came out the gate running. You yeah. never, you never, you never went left, right upside down you knew exactly who you were you were confident out of the gate coming and you look amazing every time i see you thank you, you thank you so amazing so tell me about this grab and go wardrobe okay because i am your ideal client just so you know it's like i'm not quite in my 30s you know i'm still age zero <laughs> <laughs> so i was okay so this is what happened so when i got to that point where i was like there's a gap there's something missing i started doing capsule wardrobes right so you know what a capsule wardrobe is it's a minimal okay i'm gonna explain it to you okay, okay. capsule wardrobe is a minimalistic wardrobe it's about 21 to 27 pieces that's your wardrobe including shoes clothes whatever so i said and this is this is a beauty of marketing and branding well i call myself the capsule wardrobe expert because i can mix and match like nothing i can make things go together that people think should not go together so i said i need to come up with something that's trending right now and something that people can you know understand so i call myself the capsule wardrobe expert and when i said that i started getting more clients because those women were like you can help me minimize my wardrobe they didn't know what it was people just know the word right? <laughs> let me tell you the kicker is i never had a client pay me and I created them a capsule wardrobe never they came to me for the name so i was taking inventory of the women that i had and the closet, they had big closets. If they don't want no minimalistic wardrobe, you got two closets. They wanted to know how they can dress well, dress quickly and mix and match what they needed, right? And I knew that, so I said, I can call myself a capsule wardrobe expert or I can do a little deep, deep dive and just come up with something that nobody's heard of and just go for it, right? Yeah. That's why I came up with the grab and go wardrobe and it's a three-step system, right? Mm -hmm. We go over, I call it the SMS method, like a text, something quick. So we go over um, your system, how your closet is going to look, what you need in your closet to make everything look how it needs to. So when you go in and grab, it's no confusion. We go over your mindset, making sure that when you get dressed, you actually are feeling yourself. Make sure that when you get dressed, you're dressing for either your future self. We need to figure out what that is, get that all together. And then we go over your style. And after you go through the SMS method, you'll have a grab and go wardrobe. You'll be able to get dressed in five minutes every day. Have you ever considered working with couples or working with men? I have. I have. That was going to be my question. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Sean said I want to ask that question. Hold on, hold on. We're going to back up. You're right. Go ahead, Sean. Was you going to ever get in the field of uh, working with men? I do. I work with, it's funny, funny story. I had a, a client and 
we got her done and she voice messaged me and she says, my husband's jealous because I'm getting dressed. And I hear him, I hear him in the background laughing. My husband's jealous, getting dressed quickly. And he says, I look too good every day. So he's asking me, can you help me? And I said, of course, I can stop. I can stop your dog if you want to, if you want to be honest. I just stay in my lane, you know what I'm saying? So um, I said, of course. And I had him, and he was literally wearing oversized t-shirts and basketball shorts every single day. So I was like, I don't really know like what his style direction is. So I asked him, do you have anybody that you can reference that you like their style? So I can at least have some type of something. And the funny thing about it is, some stylists, when you give them a reference, or you, I ask for three references. When you give them a reference, it's very hard for them to make them one person because they might be giving you like Oprah Winfrey, a little bit of Cardi B and a little bit of somebody like, so you have to merge those three people. To make wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. How do you merge Cardi B and Oprah? Okay, go ahead. You know what, that's me. It's really, really me. I tell people, people say, who are your merger? I say Oprah, Cardi B and Tasha Cobbs. Put them all together. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Um, so uh, he gave me these three guys and I looked trying to figure out what the, the mix of them, like what is similar about all of them and I figured it out. Created him a grab and go wardrobe. He absolutely loved it. I didn't know he loved it until I kept inboxing his wife. I said, does he like it? He ordered everything because I could see when somebody orders the clothes that I picked for them. I said, he literally ordered everything. Shoes, accessories, he ordered everything. I need to figure out what's going on. Do they not fit? Something. We said that. She said, Maria, he's wearing the clothes. I thought he, he inboxed you or something. I said, I haven't heard from him, but men and women are different. Women will be like, oh my gosh, I like my wardrobe. And men will be like, looks good. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So, so she said, ask him for a written testimonial. I asked him for a written testimony. He sent me two paragraphs. And that let me know how he felt about his experience with me. Mm-hmm. So yes, I work with men. That he's one, two, I work with about three or four men. Yes, yes. So being in high demand and going to the next level and, and stepping out, following your dream, you know, coming from corporate, stepping out into the entrepreneur journey, that can oftentimes be scary. And for me, I know my background is military and my entire existence was military uniform. They, they told me what to wear. I didn't right. have to figure it out. Right. So when, whenever we had an opportunity to not be in that uniform, we were extra just right. because we had an opportunity <laughs> to not be. So when I retired, one of the things that I realized is coming from that lifestyle to a, the entrepreneur lifestyle, that journey was sometimes scary. And my support system had to be strong. Right. What did your support system look like when you stepped out into your entrepreneur journey? What you know, it's funny when I stepped out into my entre- entrepreneur journey, I felt like people were waiting on me. They were like, oh, about time. It was that's how I felt when I told them, you know, because you know, the Women Helping Women group was the first person that was the first group that knew that I had actually quit my job. I didn't even tell my following until later. Um, that I had quit. I just told them I'm going into a new journey, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh my gosh. And they were sharing. I'm like, that was easy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I couldn't believe it. So the support that I have from social media and the, the people around me, it's, it's, a, it's amazing. Like, I, I can't complain. How do you balance your, your work and your family life? 
Uh, is balance even a thing? Um, no, it's not. It's a trick question. <laughs> I, I, you know what's funny? Um, let me think about this, okay? I feel like every season of entrepreneurship is different. So that's how I manage my family around my entrepreneurship. I'm going to give you an example. When I first started you know, with my entrepreneurial journey and I was trying to figure out things or whatever, I knew that I was going to be in and figuring it out. I let my girls know, mommy ain't gonna spend a lot of time with y'all for the next few months because I'm trying to figure out my, you know, what I have going on and this and that. They knew what I could get in and dig in with them. I was very honest with them. You know, get in and dig in with them, I could. They knew if mommy was in the room, locked in for four hours, you couldn't talk to mommy, you know what I'm saying? So as I'm along this journey now where I was taking, you know, one-on-one clients and things like that, I just kind of maneuver that around my, the girls in my life with my girls, right? Well then, I, I'm i going through a divorce right now, so it's just me and my girls. Mm-hmm. So with that, that's a whole nother, that's a whole different dynamic um, because it's just me and them. So I told myself, this. I'm telling y'all first, because this is just something that I already know that I have to do. I'm gonna take less one-on-one clients, but now I need to go to e-courses so I can give these women what they need you know, more women what they need and or videos, you know what I'm saying? And spend less time. So I just kind of maneuver based on what I have going on in life. And I know that when I need to take a break, I need to take a break. I, I'm learning that when it's, when it's time to take a break and take a few weeks off, whether it's social media or whatever, take that break. The people will still be there. Social media will still be there. Yeah, yeah. If you do a good job marketing, your customers will still be there. Your clients will still be there. You know? Yes. And they love you and appreciate and respect that you put you first and that you have that and that you take time for yourself. That's right. huge. That's right. huge. Yeah. That's right. huge. We had we had COVID the end of January and mid February. Like all of my clients, instead of asking for a refund, they kept asking, How are you doing? We're waiting right. for you. When you get right. better, what do you need? Like I was like, Oh my God. That's yes. how you know you're serving in your purpose. Yes. It's so, true. So Marina, I wanted to ask you, um, have you had the opportunity yet to work with any like high ticket person like like in the industry or anybody? Oh, celebrities. Yeah. Um, funny thing is I try to shy away from working with celebrities and musicians and stuff like that. Um, I've had opportunities where I was able to get jobs like that, but I turned them down when people would think I'm crazy. But I like to stay in my lane. My lane is CEOs, entrepreneurs, you know, coaches, high level coaches who are stuck and they're in a transition. I know how to get them out. Musicians, singers, celebrities, you know, that's a different clientele base. Yes, it is quicker money, to be honest. But I try to say what purpose is because I just feel like it's more fulfilling for me. So I stay with them, those women. Yeah. So do y'all see why I begged and begged and begged and begged and begged my husband to get a stylist on here? Because see, I like working with people who are about purpose, mm-hmm. who are like an impact, because they know when you're making an impact and a transformation in other people's lives, the money will come for yes. you to do the things you need so you can have peace to keep serving in that purpose. Yes. Yes. Which yes. brings us to the game. Uh-oh. Yes. This is a perfect segue into the game because the game is about money. It's about making money, right? (laughs) Oh, I love this. I love your energy, too. You have amazing energy. Thank you. Amazing energy. Definitely do. So with that being said, I'm going to give you the rules. The name of the game is called 10K in 10 Days. If you make 10K in 10 10 days, we're going to 
gift you another 10K, so you're gonna walk away with 20K. Not for real though, you do know this just play play. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, you start off with $100. Okay. I'm gonna give you a vehicle, and that vehicle is gonna be a beater truck. It's not gonna okay. be, it's, not, it's only gonna get you from point A to point B. You can't even probably get out of town in that vehicle. If you try to pass <laughs> the city limits, you try to pass the city limits and it's gonna break down. <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows you. It's basically like you're starting over from ground zero. Okay. And with that being said, you can use the internet. You can use, like, use whatever college degree skills and everything that you've built up over the years. Okay. You can't get a loan from the bank or family members. No, no. Okay. So we need for you to go step by step and tell our listeners and viewers exactly what you're going to do to get that 10K in 10 days. Do I have Do I have a place to stay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the first time anybody ever asked that question. Out of hundreds of interviews, that is the first time anybody ever asked that Y'all pay attention. You have to ask the right questions, okay? First of all. Okay. place to stay. Okay. So I have $100, a beat of truck, and I have a place to stay. Yes. Okay. So I need to make 10K in 10 days. Nobody knows me. Nobody knows you. Okay. Um, I think what I would do is... Is that 10 days? It sounded like my life how I started, to be honest. Like, I feel like... Um, what I would do is one, I would leverage social media. On social media, you could be you could be whoever you want to be on social media if you do it right, right? I would take my little hundred dollars and I would probably create some creative slogan because I'm creative like that. Put it on some type of merch, right? Because when you do drop shipping, when you do drop shipping, you don't have to get that money. Like you don't have to pay that money up front. They're gonna take that percentage off of whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I would come up, I would use social media, come up with a catchy slogan, be on social media consistently so people can see who I am, and I would start selling my merch, right? That way I didn't even use my hundred dollars yet. That's just me doing drop shipping. I use Canva because Canva free, come up with some lo- lo- cute logo or whatever that represents me. <laughs> and then um, at least I'll have that going while I'm while I'm doing that, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'll keep going, seeing how that sells. And then I will take my hundred dollars. And I think that I think in the with a hundred dollars, I don't know. If I had a hundred dollars, I probably wouldn't even use it. I probably save it and do as much as I can on social media to just go how I need to go. I would just keep going and going and just coming up with things and see what sticks. And when I saw what sticks, you do a lot in 10 days. I've done a lot in 10 days. I see what sticks and whatever sticks is where I'm gonna leverage. And I just keep pushing that. Does that make sense? Makes a lot of sense. Okay. That was a great answer. That was a great answer. And the fact that you said, do I have a place to stay? Canva is free. You can be whoever you want to be on social media. Just find something that sticks and leverage it. Not just that. Yeah. She said, I'm going to probably keep that $100. I'm probably not going to spend it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I love that. With that, I want to say, how much would your merchandise have to be for you to make 10 k in 10 days? Well, let's, okay, let's say this. With merch, you know, I could do mugs, T-shirts, whatever, whatever pretty much that, that I want to do. Mm-hmm. I would divide 10,000 by 10 days. And if the number just looked outlandish, I'm going to be honest. After 10 days, whatever money that I had from me working and grinding for 10 days, I'd probably be happy with that. 
use it to leverage and keep going because I'm learning just going on entrepreneurship to what you know because you know when we're when we're entrepreneurs we do have a money goal like this month I want to make da 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 or by this week I want to make da 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 but I'm learning that I need to appreciate the work more so than the actual outcome because if I appreciate the work and I see where I could have done better or could have you know you know, trying to just assess what I did in those 10 days, the next 10 days probably get me where I need to go. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Exactly. Consistency and following one course until success. Focus. I love that. That's one of my favorite sayings. That's one of my favorite. So what is the most profound statement you want your life to say? Like after meeting you, after hearing you speak, after working with you, after just, you walked in the room and you just walked by what is that one most profound statement you want your life to make? You know, I really do like live a life of purpose. You know, even down to my words. People, people, people are so funny. When I get mad, I pause. And I'm like, it's not because I'm gonna cuss you out. It's really because I'm trying to be intentional about what I'm gonna say to you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really, <laughs> I'm trying to, uh, okay, so I, I'm like, I really want people to look at me and say, Maria, she gave her her all and she really did love helping women. Like, if, he, if that's the only thing that people say, like, Maria was a catalyst of building women. She was a change in society because society is saying one thing that women have to be and one thing that women have to amount to. And I'm trying to, I'm like, that's not real. That's not true. You don't have to have that type of body. You don't have to have that type of income. You don't have to. You can still be a bombshell and still be pretty amazing with what you call your objective life. I want people to, I want women to really come down from what society is telling them and really know that their life is great how it is and their body is great how it is and they can still be who they want to be with whatever they have and whatever capacity they have. So if women, if, if people know me at my grave and they, and they say, if we could say one thing about Maria, she loved those women guys. Then she, she loved helping women. And that's what I, I, that's what I want. I love that. Okay. So I've been listening to this podcast for quite a while and I really want to get in touch with you. I really want to work with you. I really want to know more about your grab and go wardrobe and how would I do that? I have two ways that women work with me. Um, I just added one um, because I realized that the women, the women that I work with, they're some pretty bomb women. Like they're, they're very busy. So I had to come up with something. I had a coaching program about four weeks where I walked them through everything. And then I said, maybe if I help them organize their closets one. So I do the you know the system. I do the mindset work just a little bit, you know, not going debt. And then we'll work on style that'll work better instead of them spreading out four to six weeks. So now um, I do the closet reset and then I do 15 finds. So those finds are items that I chose for that woman, suggestions that I chose that are based on her current lifestyle or her style goals. So you'll get an online closet and in that online closet, it'll have clickable links that you can click on going directly to the website and you can order it when you want to order it. But they're 15 finds, they're all mixed and matched. And I show you how to put them together and I show you inspiration on how you can find or how you can wear those pieces in the future so there's no confusion. I always think about, okay, if this woman leaves me next month and she has an event, I don't want her to have to scramble to find me. I want her to be like, oh my gosh, all I have to do is go on my lookbook 
and I can go find this for this event, right? Um, so I have the um, closet reset in those finds. I have that weight. Everything is on my website. You can go on www.bestylestudio.com or I'm very active in my inbox. I tell a lot of women, DM me. We have conversations in my DM all the time. Um, so that's a way that they can reach out to me on Facebook, on my personal, Maria Berry Swan. Um, they can reach out to me on Instagram at Stylish For You. Um, so it, I'm very prompt on answering messages. So if they want to reach out to me that way, they can too. Okay. So the Be Stylishly You also links to the Instagram where they can uh, watch you on Instagram as well, correct? Yeah. Like when they scroll to the bottom, it has my latest post at the bottom. So you can click on whichever one. Mm -hmm. I love that. Professional. What? <laughs> and that's Be Stylishly You. B E S T Y L I S H L Y Y O U dot com. Perfect. Yep, everything. I love stylishly. That just has a <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so the confident woman is an unstoppable woman. I'm telling you, I I say it all the time and then I see it for my clients. I see them go from um, standing in the background or not wanting to date or not wanting to go for that next promotion to really working on your mindset and your styles DMing me saying, girl, you don't believe what I applied for and I got, or girl, you don't believe I'm dating or girl, those pieces you chose for me, my husband loves those. I had to order some more. I know what happens when you're, I want every woman to feel confident like I do. To be honest, I, re I really want women to feel how I feel every day. I could be crying in the morning, wake up crying, having a bad day to so somebody saying, girl, there's an opportunity for, I'm on it. Like, cause I'm so, I'm, I'm there. It, what I have going on over here don't have nothing to do with how I'm a bombshell in this area. And I want women to, I want women to start compartmentalizing their life like that. Like, yes, it's bad over here. You know, you're having a bad transition over here, but you can be the bomb over here. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Boss. So for yeah. us, boss stands for a bold, outspoken, soulful storyteller. And you heard the story right here that you can be stylishly you from the confident, unstoppable yeah. Maria Swan herself. Thank you so much, Maria, for yes, stopping yes. by the boss. Of course. Thank, you. Thank you for having me. You kept it all the way 1,000. <laughs> Thank you. Be, we have to be different. We can't say 100, you know. We have to be different. Right. Right. <laughs> You've been listening to Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. With an IE. Thanks for tuning in to the Boss Effect Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. So that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review. Be sure to share this thing out. Share this thing out. Hey, share this thing out. Share this thing out. Tune in every Tuesday for more exciting insights and wisdom on being your own boss. And until next time, peace and blessings in both life and business. Remember, what works for us might not work for you. So take what you need and leave what you don't.